Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Rachel, Scott's girlfriend. And I'm Scott. And we're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. And then right here is where they play, we play the music, but Scott usually puts it over when I was talking and it just kind of clashes. I know, it really it's like annoys a, for a Yeah, it's oh, like does a, it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Rachel's oh, listened to the show, listen. allegedly. I, I listened for a little, and then I was like, I don't even I listen to the show. Listen. <laughs> yeah, Rachel's listened to the show more than you have, Diaz. That's, that's probably true. Um... All right. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Electromotive Sound Co. Go to electromotivesound.com. Check out what they're offering. Um, if you haven't checked out a Clone V3, you've got to. It's phenomenal. And, I mean, it's my, it's my favorite clone. I've played a few of them. I mean, I there's remember. been a lot of clones on the market lately. Yeah. But this one's unique. You should definitely check this one out. I love the kick into the, like, the higher gain. Yeah. It's nice. All right. Um, and also this episode is brought to you by Patreon supporters, patreon.com slash the effects loop listeners like you, but give us money. Um, so they're better than you and you can be better too. go to patreon.com slash the effects loop. You can be better too. You can be better too. It's like, you can be better too. Like there's another one. Um, what's new with you, Scott? Uh, I got some pedals. Yeah. After a long year of not buying guitar pedals, one I bought months ago finally showed up, and then one I bought recently showed up. Okay, hold on. Long. One you bought months ago finally showed up. Was it like just a? It was on back order. Um, it was like pre-ordered. It was supposed to be delivered in October. Uh huh. And then it was supposed to be delivered in November. And then I still what? actually haven't gotten a shipping notice for it, but I finally have one in hand. Um, oh. It's the skeleton key. Oh, okay. I believe we covered this on the podcast a Who few times. Who is it again? Uh, Funny Little Boxes. It's a small builder okay. out of the UK. Um, uh-huh. Again, I will I will reiterate, I waited a long time, and there were many false promises of when it was delivered, but very affordable. It's Queens of the Stone Age in a box. Oh, okay, yeah. That's what I... All right, Queens of the Stone Age in the box. And yeah. it's also pretty affordable. So I... I okay, this literally showed up while... We we came back from Michigan and then drove somewhere else and it was saying? like it arrived. I don't like the color. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't like the color. She doesn't like the color. It's red. Yeah. Oh, it's red. okay. I don't like um, it. What? Uh, let's see. And then another what? one just showed up. This one yeah. also from the UK. I love how it says. Well, I can't read that, but that's a skeleton key. Oh. Oh my god! I thought that said red. The font's weird. Something red. Mm-mm. I need glasses. Do you need glasses? Yeah, I think I might. I don't know. Um, and then this is the other one uh, that we'll talk about in a minute here, but uh, Hudson Electronics released the Broadcast oh. AP Mark II. Oh, yeah. <gasps> it's so pretty. It's blue. I Rachel love, likes blue things. I love blue. It's so Okay. Pretty. So uh, this is, uh, we'll talk about that in a minute, but um, also, again, this showed up literally the day I left to go on vacation. Today is really our first day of doing nothing back around. So um, yeah. it, we're just catching up on life. And I still have another day before I go to work. So Yay. yeah. So whenever Rachel needs to go feed her cat, that's when I'll I, play I, have guitars to, and play. I have to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> I don't want to go to work. Yeah, I took an extra day. I just, I, I'm, it's been too busy of a season. I kind of ran, I did a little bit of running around for work. And then like over the weekend, I had stopped by a few stores. Mm-hmm. Um, but like didn't do a whole lot. So I kind of kind of dabbled, kind of, yeah, phoned it in for the past few days. That's a good way to do it. But so, you also I mean, got an incredible what's new. Oh, my what's new is phenomenal. Um, so for Christmas, uh, I was asked what guitar I wanted. And I even put in the chat room, if you're a, uh, Patreon supporter, you get in our little chat group. And I was oh, like, Oh, you already Zing. talked about that guitar. No, you, I ta- didn't. you talked about the, you talked about the Epiphone already. No, no, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not talking about that one. Okay. Okay. So I put in the group that, um, <clears throat> uh, like, do you ever feel guilty for asking for like a ridiculous guitar that you feel is like way too much? And everyone's like, Nope. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> so, uh, I was asked what guitar I wanted and uh, I got it. It's the ultra Lux Fender Telecaster the seafoam the trans seafoam green um oh this thing's sick so it's got the augmented d-neck satin neck oh it's uh, like an asymmetrical carve yeah nice. um and then it's got 
uh, stainless steel frets. Um, the really cool. So one of my favorite little th- cosmetic things, the binding is tortoise shell. Ooh. So that matches the tortoise shell pick guard. Um, and I'm actually, I can't find one. I want a tortoise shell strap to go with it. Cause I feel like it would just tie in like perfectly. Oh, like, so, um, what's the rocket music straps company, whatever. Haley's, um, uh, yeah. Haley yeah. Smith's yeah. company. Uh, they were like, what type of straps? I was like, I want a tortoise shell strap. And they're like, like this. And they put a tortoise shell pick and I haven't said anything yet. So maybe they might make one. Um, so I did get that for Christmas and it was, that was phenomenal. Nice. Did we talk about, uh, getting the mystery stocking last time we connected? I don't think so. I saw okay. in the chat room what you got. I Those think are, I, I fully divested myself of the entire mystery stocking, but it gave me yeah. the most worship leader guitar strap I've ever seen, which is pure denim. Pure denim. That's a Kentucky thing. That's a Kentucky. Uh, what do they call it? A oh no, a Tennessee tuxedo. A, oh, I always heard it called a Canadian tuxedo. How Can- do you feel ten- about ten- yeah, Tennessee tuxedo, Canadian tuxedo. It's like kind of in between. Yeah. So, so now you can quad. You can wear a denim strap with your denim jacket. Yeah. And your de- oh my gosh. <laughs> so my, my sister with her kid, he, he, he for the longest time, he would get into something. And so like, you know how like he was super into cars and Lightning McQueen. So he had the Lightning McQueen sweatshirt and the hat. Yeah. And, all, and so they started calling him double dorking or triple dorking whenever he wore two or three of those kind of things. Mm-hmm. So that would be quadruple do- dorking. Quad dorking. Quad dorking. That's what we're calling The quad dorkex. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah i felt personally attacked by that all right <laughs> um i think but that's pretty much that was pretty much what i got yeah uh, yeah you just got like in in like a need for speed a, game on the you, xbox oh and you also got red dead redemption recently who me yeah no i didn't hey yeah, did did i yeah i saw the receipt you paid 20 bucks for it no diaz's uh xbox live account is oh um, no 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 that's not mine that's that's jude's oh okay <laughs> sorry yeah no i didn't sorry so periodically I get an email. It's like, you spent $20 on Fortnite. Or... <laughs> well, it was like he, he needed an email address. And then he just like somehow it, that we ended up using that. And now I'm just I'm like, can we change it? And he's like, no. I'm like, oh, this is dumb. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to block Microsoft from sending us emails. Yeah, we could just unsubscribe it is... from it or something. Huh? We could just unsubscribe from it. Yeah. I do think it's uh, absolutely hilarious. Um <laughs> keeping track of his spending though because he spends dumb money on games yeah you get to call like, out on he spent like 50 bucks on fortnite things i was like what i don't know but anywho anyway we're right. on to dive into some gear news here because we actually surprisingly there's a bunch of stuff that we kind of missed at the end of the year which was yeah let's just say it's to me it's surprising that so many things came out after black friday and before nam yeah like it's a weird time where usually there's not a whole lot of releases but um yeah let's go all right so we'll start with stone dead effects rise and shine pedal um this thing looks trippy it does it it this is a really trippy pedal takes an octave up fuzz adds a tremolo for it yeah which so it just warbles and makes all sorts of noise it's like the beatles tried to do the mummy it's literally mm. what it looks like that yeah. looks like the little bug on the mummy that was flying around what was the name for that genre like tame impala got sort of incorporated into it mm. the genre of what movies uh, psychedelic rock oh yeah there you go yeah, that's psychedelic the term rock? i was looking for um so yes yeah, psychedelic rock and thing it's got two different voicings so you can go between a bright and a fat mode um and actually the leds change color so it, it goes from orange to blue depending on which mode you're in. Uh, you can turn on and off the octave. Uh, mm-hmm. What else can we see in this? Uh, the tone is a unique hybrid seesaw EQ, uh, meaning adjusts the high pass and the low pass at the same time. Um, a similar one was like, remember the Pelotar way back in the day? Yeah. Did that uh, kind of a thing. Uh, coming in at 275 bucks, it is kind of a tougher pedal to wrap your head around yeah that's uh that's expensive i mean for uh so it's not like a i mean it's kind of a one trick pony in my opinion just where the sense i mean uh, you can do the octave uh well you uh, can you can change some of the, you can change the voice on the fly you can change the mode 
so it is a multi-mode pedal but like yeah, yeah. It, for you know the average price you know being about 225 in this kind of market now you know 275 is kind of okay. pushing it a little how about bit. this the best thing is for my style of playing yes I, it would be something i use sparingly this might be something that a like you know it's like a sludge guy or like that real heavy doom guy might really want to spend the money on um might even be something that a bass player would want to spend some money on but uh 275 is expensive i mean this is honestly in my opinion i would only be spending like 175 to 200 yeah i mean that's that sort of what we have existed with fuzzes i think I do wonder with like inflation stuff kind of cooling off and everything, are we going to start seeing pedal prices come back down or will that 220 sort of be the norm price or will it, will it slowly trickle back to the 180 that it was sort of pre-pandemic? I don't see it going back. Yeah. I really don't. I don't see there being enough competition. I think what's going to happen, I think what happened was, was these builders were, you know, barely making it as it was. And inflation happened they had to jump their prices up scarcity of parts mm -hmm. you know the cost of everything jumped up they had to bring their prices up and if things go back down i honestly think that the the builders are going to leave everything where it's at and they might actually be able to make a little bit better money yeah. Which i don't blame them because the whole thing is is once they condition the market to accept this price it's not like they're gonna it's not like prices it's not like their cost is going to go down so much where they're going to be like bending us over and taking all of our money to the bank you know what i mean they'll just be able to actually be able to do a little bit better so because i have a feeling i mean because a lot of these you know guitar builders their their profits aren't even what they were before hmm. and, and from what i understand because look how many builders are struggling to make it have you know laid people off there they you know things have gone down so I think if the cost of goods is going to go down, I don't see the cost of the pedals. I think if they're, you know, if their building cost is going to go down, the, uh, even if that goes down, think about the rents going up still. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't see the cost going down. I think we're gonna have to get used to it and it's getting be one of the things, but I'm just saying 275 for a fuzz, an octave fuzz, while it's got a little bit more, it's just, it's not aimed for the style I use that I'd be willing to pay that money. That's fair. So. Well, how about um, I was I was looking up the price and trying to find it before we actually got into it. But um, DoD is coming back out with the Gunslinger MOSFET Distortion. Uh, yeah, we all know this pedal. It's been around since probably we all started playing guitar, but it went out of production for a while, so it's back. Um, I did not see a price on it though. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Let's see. By now, let's see who has it. Sweetwater shop now. Wait, are you just one oh nine nine nine? Are you just talking about pedals today? Uh, we'll talk about guitars too. Oh, okay. We'll get the fun stuff soon. Okay. Sorry, yeah. these are less pretty. What do you think about these knobs? <laughs> um, I like these knobs. They're too big. Do you, do you not do you not like the two knobs being bigger than the other I two don't. knobs? Okay, like, Scott, the top knob the is bigger than the bottom knob. I don't like that. So, but the reason why they do that is because the top two knobs are ones that you're going to change more, and the bottom two you don't you don't change as much. So they're they're smaller, and you don't. So hit it's them. common that some people will actually take their foot and adjust yeah. them while they're playing. Well, shouldn't yeah. we make these things cute? Like if you're going to pay two twenty two, <laughs> what? I mean, well, this one's only one hundred and ten dollars, so it can be less. Ah, uh, well, then I guess it can look like that. Then <laughs> all right, you get what you pay for. <laughs> so. See, this is this is what's fun about you being around. It's like yeah. this is the new perspective because, like, do every DoD pedal looks like this? It's just yeah. a different color. I don't like, even all... know what DoD means. I don't think Dude, I does know anybody. What DOD means. Oh, let's see. Hold on. Let's call Philip really quick. Oh. Uh, but uh, so it has like this painted thing. So like there's a yellow one, there's an orange one. And all that changes is basically the text right here and then the color. Why? Because DOD has been making pedals like that since it's the 90s. Named after their co-founder, David O. DeFrancesco. Oh, DOD. Oh, well, maybe he should fix the knobs. So because <laughs> like, I don't. I mean, if I'm going to spend a hundred something bucks, I would like the knobs to look aesthetically pleasing and it's just not doing it for me. But so you, you can you, change the knobs. You can change the knobs. Yeah. You can buy them, buy your own knobs that you like 
Um, so like that's the thing about the knobs is they're not usually like like you're not usually stuck with them unless it's an EHX pedal and they have the smooth knobs where it's part of the pot and it's horrible. <sighs> it's a yeah, whole I thing. Brought it this it's time. a whole thing. Like I I have a few pedals I can run her through different knobs and see what she yeah. hates, but um, let's not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a whole nother episode. That's the, that's the, the, the knobs episode. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, um, moving let's... on, because, I mean, I don't think we really need to talk much more about that. No. Oh, that looks like your other one. That is exactly my other one. So Hudson Electronics has updated the aerial post and model of the broadcast to... Um, at a germanium side. So now there's actually two circuits operating independently, cascading into each other. Um, Is that the one from London, England? It's from England, yes. Okay. Uh, Not okay. London, okay. That's, that's the one that was waiting on them. Yeah, so there's the silicon diode and transform that has a transformer built into it of the original AP. And now there's a germanium boost circuit on the other side. So is there no tone knob on this thing? Uh, it's internal. Oh. So there are, I believe there's four different um, trim pots inside that you can adjust. That is one, like the old broadcasts all had an internal trim pot in them too for gain okay. or there's a, there's a few different things that you can adjust on the inside of them. The AP was the same way, um, which is a little annoying. But it is kind of like, one of those where, like, look, it just sounds best here. Just leave it. But you can yeah. adjust it if you want to. I would just, I think someone should just do a mod and put all the trim pots on the outside, it, on the top. Actually, depending on how much free space is in here, that's not that hard of a mod to do. See, right. I, was, I mean, you could do that. Great. I could. Now I've, got his, I've got his brain spinning. Yeah. Whoever made this gets it. <laughs> like look at that this is just so beautiful look at it look at so would you look at that well i got wow. some grievances with it oh. i don't it's beautiful it's okay. blue oh, the your knobs are even oh uh, so pretty. it's very pretty it's really even they do this nice kind of laser printed thing that they paste on it instead mm -hmm. of doing printed graphics right uh, so and they do ascend and return on the back so you can put stuff in between the two circuits don't know what that right. means but and, or you can uh, run it through a looper yeah and have them be independent channels mm -hmm. um my grievance is uh so they have those rubber feet yeah that yeah. you can have on the bottom of the pedal what's wrong with yeah. that they put them on well, oh no you don't want them to put them on they, you want them sent separately so that way you can decide if you want them on there because 90 percent 90 to 99 percent of guitar players are putting it on a pedal board and the rubber feet are pointless yeah, so these actually interfere with the Velcro. So we are. So what I'm going to do if I actually put this on my pedal board, I'm actually going to have to take these off. Right, I and that rem that removes is. it from like some people might, yeah, and then you, you don't yeah. know. But some people might have a grievance with that that it doesn't have the rubber feet on it. Yeah, um, <sighs> I'm trying to show her. Yeah, so like, well, just keep the rubber feet. If you ever decide to sell it, you can just put a little small dab of super glue and. Yeah, or rubber cement would probably be the best way to go yeah anyway um it's it, okay if it's crazy expensive it, from a uk since it's a uk thing um best advice is if you are interested in anything hudson electronics um the loophole is buy it from anderton's yeah um because then you avoid vat and um mm -hmm. their shipping's like 25 bucks but at the same time um a, a pedal like this or some things sometimes it it you know buying it from the UK becomes a better option. I think you save about a hundred bucks. Literally. I think I saved a hundred bucks by buying it through Anderton's than buying it through the US. Probably. Hmm. So there you go. All right. All right. Moving on to the next thing. Uh, so crazy tube circuits has the high power. Uh, it's a high watt in the pedal. Oh yeah. Cause I know old David Gilmore's wish you were here tones. It's always, no matter how you can turn it in, David Gilmore, they're going to. I don't like the color. I like the color. Mm -mm. You don't like the British racing green? I don't. But the knobs Ooh. are nice. You like the knobs? <laughs> how, do you feel about, how do you feel about the number of knobs? I it, love it. Okay. You like 10 knobs? Because that's kind of intimidating, isn't it? I I like it. Because you got two channels. Oh, is that what's going on? Yeah, you've got two channels. If you look at the different uh, color of the fonts, gotcha. There's a 
power. I mean, I would buy it just to put it in my apartment as a decoration. I think it's pretty, except the color. So it's 235 pounds, which translates into $300. Okay. Mm. That's worth it? Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Beautiful well, decorative knob it, I mean, thing. I love it. It does. It does have an effects loop on it. Yeah. A send and return, which is they great. They just need to change the color, and I'm all in. Change the color. All in. I'm serious. All right. It's a great color. It's really pretty. All right. Let's. All right. So let's move on to cattle and bread sinkhole modulated reverb. Okay. What do you think about this design? Rachel, I think you get first crack. I love comic. it. I absolutely love it. I take it back. I'm getting that one. How do you feel about the knobs? I love the knobs. Nope. Yep. See, you fell for it. What? Yeah, what you walked it? right into it. I don't like those smooth knobs. You just fell into a sinkhole. Oh, oh I see what you did there. Yeah, it's the name of the battle. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Sometimes you're funny. Don't tell him that, please. Okay. Uh, we do not need right. anything. At one ninety nine, um, this pedal is modulated reverb. Yeah, which, which is, is great. Awesome. I mean, two hundred dollars for a modulated reverb isn't bad. No, it's a four voice chorus modulation, um, so it can okay. really get out there. Normally, you only have a two voice on a chorus. So I don't like pink, but that that's pretty. I mean, they got me hook, line, and sinkhole. So. <laughs> Mm. I hope I they. Get, I hope they put that on the pedal. They're like, they've got me hook, line, sinkhole. Yeah. Rachel Scott's girlfriend from the Evox podcast. <laughs> I'm kind of mad because I was going to make a pink hole joke, but she kind of went right there. Like, yeah, because it's a yeah, but I still don't like the smooth knobs. Not on this. I don't like those are those are definitely the smooth knobs. I don't like. Mm. Yeah. Um, they look. They just seem cheap. Like like honestly, I just want to walk over and push it and break it over. <laughs> so so um a few just a few notes it is uh buffered bypass so you have trails but you can move it into a true bypass mode rachel somehow i think is getting up to do something so they've got a she's getting a piece of like candy <laughs> she said that off mic we'll see what happens here um keep us updated like, we'll be back. okay I, I want candy <laughs> um, candy again. so the other other thing to note it is um they can you can run it at nine or eighteen volts to get more headroom on the preamp. I wouldn't also be surprised if if it is actually a true analog chorus that could be a factor in there. Yeah. So this is. I mean, it looks great. I'm sure it sounds fen phenomenal. Just the knob suck. All right, let's keep moving. Um, because I will not let go of the fact that that. Yeah. I can't remember if we covered this last week or not, but there is a special version of the Tumnus coming from Wampler. There it's was. sold out. Good luck. It's yeah. it's gone. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't know if we talked about this, but um, it's gone. The prices have gone ridiculous, and literally, there's been videos where everyone's like, "You can't hear the effing difference," and people are talking about modding their regular Tumnus to have the germanium, and just stop. Well, an interesting side product was Analog Mike Piera came out and he said, oh, by the way, I have a stash of these magic diodes that everyone's been after. I'm not going to make a clon. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not using these or anything, but, you know, we'll, you know, if someone wants to send in their, like, Centara or another clon clone pedal, we'll, we'll mod it for you. Yeah. So yeah. that is kind of crazy that Mike just was like, yeah, we'll start modding them. It, I wonder how much that's going to cost. It's also just kind of cool to see how Mike just doesn't gouge people. He just charges what he charges and just keeps going. Yeah, we need. To, yeah, I need. I need to go look at the uh, list again. See how far I'm getting. You're probably a year or two out still. Probably, but um, I'm hoping that at some point people just forgot about it and the list moves really fast at one point. Yeah, or um, there I've was heard, a really I've heard big the flip market has actually kind of started sinking on them. Good. So that could be a factor too of like people going, oh, well, it's not really worth the flip anymore. Yeah. I want one to have one now. I had one, sold it to mm -hmm. you. And mm -hmm. then I just, I want one to have one and just keep it. So, well, and I sold yours after I had it because, yeah, it was, it was basically a free trial for me. Wow. May 16th, 2018. And then I bought a real one where my number that, came up. That's, I mean, yeah, yeah. The, we're what, five years in at this point? 
Yeah. Pretty much. There are there are witnesses for this pedal. For that um, one? No, for a different one. Mm. The Five one and a half years that? right now. The one we're talking about and alluding to without ever saying the name. The last time it I moved was November seventeenth. So I'm guessing he had a good Christmas. The pedal that shall not be named. Mm-hmm. Okay. The King of Dawn. Okay. Um, I'm I'm six six uh, nineteen. Oh, there you go. Yeah, we're around the same time. I, oh, I yeah, yeah, yeah I'm all. about a year away. So. Um, all right, yeah. let's move on to the the last and probably the biggest announcement of closing out the year. Yes, and, and okay, kind of, and also a really controversial one. So let's just it's hover a on really this one for a minute. stupid to be controversial. Eh, but let's get into it. After a long right. last, Kemper yep. has come out with the Kemper Profiler Player Stomp Box. Yes, so it's a Stomp Box size version of the Kemper Amp Modeling Technology. Um, if Rachel is, needs to know what a Kemper is, that's a Kemper. Yes. Right that here. thing? This green one yes. right here. I can't see it. Okay. You're in the way. Oh, that's big. I don't like that. Okay, so now they made it smaller. and But it's only... Now it's certain... this big. Oh, I love that. Okay, <laughs> so... But the thing is, is a lot of the stuff that's in the big Kemper is not in this. So the big Kemper has the ability to profile an amp, which this does not. Alleg- not doesn't yet. Oh, not yet. Yet, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly so, they're working on trying to get that working. Um, this is here's the thing um, with all these higher end products because this is this is guitar computer techno territory again now, right? It's no longer a little circuit; it's a whole computer. Um, they're talking about updates. They're talking about lots of things. Um, but to get it down to this form factor, they struck a lot of the inputs and outputs from it. So there's a lot of plugs and things that just physically can't fit on it. Mm-hmm. Um, they only have three foot switches on it. Technically, um, there's five foot switches because you can hit them simultaneously. I uh, have them do also, something. Also, you there you can also expand. Mm-hmm. You can add two foot switches on the side. So actually, I'd say seven. But there's also no screen on it now, where the camper right. had a screen. Um, it's so you're really dependent now on using the connected apps to use it. Um, they've stripped out a number of the more advanced, uh, effects that are built in on the big boy that came out over time. Yep. Um, so there's only like a hundred effects or whatever now where there used to be more. Um, and you can only run four effects, whereas before you could run eight. I love how you're looking at me, talking to me, like you think I know what any of this means. Look, I need another human in the room to like okay. actually make this like a conversation. Okay, right. Well, so you're pre- you're, you're he's talking to you, but really talking to me. Mm-hmm. He's looking at you, but I'm I'm the one. All right, so <laughs> here's the thing. Um, there's been in another complaint I heard. There's no effects loop. Okay, first of all, mm-hmm. there really doesn't need to be one in the sense of unless you're really 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 needing to put something before the last two the effects that come after the amp and cab um because like it doesn't matter you don't need to have your effects in between your amp and your speaker because most people on the camper and that this was the argument the thing i was telling people is a lot of people whenever they would do their effects loop on their camper would put it in the X slot, which is after the cabinet. Yeah, so, you never could put something between the amp and the cabinet on um, on the Kemper. Kemper, unless you used like the Kemper cone or right. one of those kind of things, um, which this also supports, by the way. Yes. Um, the last comment I just introduced this is it comes in at seven hundred dollars, I believe. Right. Seven hundred or eight hundred dollars. Seven hundred. Oh, okay. so, uh, yeah, seven and some change. Which is the exact same price as the Line Six Stomp. Stomp. But the thing is, you're getting different things in the sense of, I mean, you're getting the same basic thing, but I don't, I can see where people wouldn't want to pay for it. I would, I want to pay for it because I liked the sound of the Kemper. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought Mm -hmm. it sounded amazing. And you already have, there is already such a lot. So it it runs the same captures that were, or profiles um, that are already out there. And the, so the, the they, smartest thing they could have done with this though is made it compatible with the remote. Uh, it could have, could have oh, given you a screen. Yeah. 
could have expanded foot switches if they would have made it compatible with the remote that's where they would have like killed it yeah it is midi capable through the usb port which is going to be a tricky but that requires a lot of programming for you yeah. and also kemper was never really great with midi in the first place and um i never had much problem with it it worked good with the Morningstar stuff because Morningstar had the library of everything. And... But, yeah. Okay. So, the natural... There's there's two things that have been brought up. That it doesn't have as many available effects as running a stomp. And the I.O. is a little challenging because one of the, the disappointing things is it only has one XLR output. It can run stereo through the TRS uh, um, monitor outs, but they actually chose to add an XLR out, which takes up a ton of space. And that's one of those areas where I'm like a little curious. Why didn't they just say the whole dang thing is TS and have a nice day? Yeah, I I, I could see that. I do understand though there where there you're getting a lot of the um, uh, the direct out. Uh, with like acoustic players bass players like that mm -hmm. would be the thing that, that don't really care to go going stereo and even then there's this whole thing with guitar players going stereo i i don't i don't see the big point in going stereo i do go stereo with my lt at church but personally i could go either which way and not care so yeah i don't think it's i i think the fact that like people getting this upset about it though is cracked me up because it's like, if you're not even going to buy it, why are you getting upset about it? Yeah. I mean, the other... I think there's a lot of people who are upset that it's as expensive as it is, given that the Tonex comes in at $400. Yeah. Because actually, the Tonex can't do capturing either. You have to do something else with it. To, mm -hmm. You have to use another device to do the capturing. Um, but the Tonex also doesn't have any effects built into it. And then you, you flip that with the... The stomp people, where the stomp's the same price, but the stomp can run more effects at the same time. The stomp can run more effects than the stomp, but the stomp is also, it's modeling, not profile. It's mm -hmm. not. And that, and that's the thing that, too. And also, if you look at, look how many free profiles are on the profile marketplace. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, that, it, that's another such a, thing. You have 10 years plus of people already capturing pretty much every amp that already exists on yeah. the Kemper platform, whereas Tonex is slowly catching up. Um, but you have really established players. And also, just be honest, you have you have a sellable market um, in the format, which in incentivizes people doing the capturing. So you have the Tone Junkies, the Michael Brits, the, mm -hmm. those kind of people that are, are actually making money doing all those captures. So it's incentivizing them doing a very consistent and good job with it. Right. Um, so I could see, you know, had this come out, three years ago before I got a quad cortex and just, I still had my big board as my daily rig. This would have been perfect. Yeah. Cause the other reality is yes, I could run stereo out of this and then into some stereo reverb or something separate as well. Right. Um, and at that point, $700 wouldn't have been that crazy of an idea, but nowadays with the tone X existing. And since I, I run my own amps anyway, like I capture my own amps, the four hundred dollar right. price point's more attractive. I don't. It, it's a hard. It, it. The reality with something like this is to get it this small and at this price point, it's full of compromises. And there's yeah. people where that compromise, they feel like they did that. They did it wrong. Whereas they're looking the, at the flagship product that can just do so much. The thing that yeah, and that's the whole thing. That's like people don't really like the name. This isn't a. This isn't like the profiler compact. This is the profiler player. This is made to just go out and play. Like all the pictures that they show don't integrate this in a pedal board. It's literally something that you can sit down, plug in and play. And you've got a whole rig. Yeah. And like, that's, that's the thing too. So I honestly feel like the, I feel like what people do is they see this. They don't like the price, which is understandable. And then all they do is try to tear it down to justify it to themselves. I, don't know. I, I I honestly think a year ago, if you would have told them, hey, we're going to make the Kemper a pedal size for 800 bucks, people would have said, yes, give it to me now. Mm -hmm. But the, that's, I, what, I, that's what the, taking too long for a product to come out does to the market. Which is true, but I mean, we'll see what happens. I, honestly, I think that this is going to start hitting boards. And oh, yeah. 
and people are going to start really going to it. I, I, I guarantee you anyone that's using a pedal board with a Kemper is going, oh, cool. My rig just got a lot simpler. I'm buying one of these. Right. So this is definitely because honestly, like if I'm going to run this thing, which I, I plan on, I want to get one. This is where I want to end up at some point. I'm going to keep the LT and I'm going to save up and I'm going to, um, I want to get one of these and I want to do a hybrid board. Like think about like the effects that you're going to use in this, like use your like studio compressor, you like use stuff like that. Yeah. And then realistically on this, I would say most people are going to probably going to use the delays and reverbs and call it a day. Yeah. If they don't want to go full Strymon. Right. And then that's the next step is you go to the full Strymon. Yeah. So unless Kemper comes out with a multi effects. Uh, they could. Yeah, but no one no one's going to Kemper for the effects. No. They they're just happy that the effects have gotten better on it. Yeah. I so. I will also just just kind of close this out with not having a screen makes the tuner really weird cuz you actually can't see what note you're on. Yeah. Um and then the last part I would just say is the you're really dependent on the app to control everything on this thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's some accessible controls on it for quick EQ changes. But generally, I think the whole idea of this is you dial it in at home and you play it there. This yeah. is not something you dial in in a gig situation. And you might have somebody who didn't prepare enough for a gig and is stranded and struggles with the thing. Yep. So. And they're going to say it's horrible. It's like, no, you weren't prepared. But there are, the other reality is on the big big boy campers, they suck to adjust to. The app is really the way to do it anyway. I mean, it was really tough. Uh before i listen i had a kemper back whenever they barely had they didn't even have the desktop like it was just straight up you use the kemper so all right shall we run through guitars before we call it a day and uh yeah. oh my god y'all up? have more to talk about <laughs> y'all just talked about pedals for like an hour no we haven't yeah. we haven't even been on for an hour yet how long has it been it's been 53 minutes including the pre-app babe okay that is so close to an hour but like that's not an hour of the episode well do you want to just talk about one guitar for like seven minutes <laughs> no we're gonna we're just gonna go fast and you're gonna say which ones you think are pretty i can do that all right so epiphone joins gibson's certified vintage lineup with five holy grail models to celebrate 150 years of the brand and style um so this is just five epiphone models that, that are, are going to be expensive yeah <sighs> and they're not even super great that one looks like opinion. yours the uh oh. the zephyr yeah and the sheridan mm-hmm. yeah it's it's of the same lineage yeah mm-hmm. of my 335 um you got the coronet coming out again so after yeah. everyone hyping up the coronet um, it's gonna come out and no one's gonna want it <laughs> well they came out with a cheaper model i think mm-hmm uh, the other reality <laughs> is Drew Shirley's not going around playing one anymore. So are yeah. those fanboys there anymore? Um, you've got a the Frontier <laughs> acoustic guitar. I'm seeing the prices now, and I'm, that's why I'm laughing. <laughs> yeah, wait, these are high end. Wait, that one looks <laughs> like that one. $25,000. What? It's a bass. It's not a guitar. I don't even understand. Okay, the Casino is $25,000. They all look the same. Yeah, I'm going to be blunt. I don't know who's buying these. Uh, I don't know. The Coronet. These are are basically custom shop guitars, aren't they? Yeah. Just with Epiphone on the headstock. And so people, yeah. They must have been built by Bill Epiphone. Nobody's buying these things. Yeah. Don't buy it. All right. Speaking of things, well, people are buying this next thing. We're going to keep just, if you want to look at the prices, just they're ridiculous. Um, But the final guitar in the Adam Jones Epiphone Les Paul Custom Art Collection. Uh, is out and it features Mark Ryden's Queen B. Um, out of all of them, I love this one. I, I haven't liked any of them. Yeah. No. Uh, this is the one I, I actually wanted to buy this one. No. Yeah. Rachel doesn't like it. I do not like it. I'd play this at church. Mm. So it, this was a series that was limited to 800 guitars. They sold out instantly, I think. No, no, these are still for sale. You can I, go right now and buy one. Okay. I mean, how does it sound? Um, like a Les Paul. It sounds great. Yeah, it sounds good. Uh, I guess it's not what's on the outside that counts, but the inside. No, very realistically on this one, it's all about what's on the outside. 
Yeah, okay. that's the reason why they're oh, doing okay. it. Okay, never mind, man. It's because of what? I'll, yeah, because they've got different artwork. This is the seventh style. The other ones were horrible. They Not did a different series where they all had this painting on the back of them. Yes, and, and also, they were usually pretty morbid. And this one also violates the um, Ryan Ryan Burke, Burke rule. rule of guitar art, which is guitar art needs to be the other direction so that it's visible when you're actually playing the guitar. But this, this is, is on the back. This is the art one... designed to literally hang the guitar on a wall, like what I do. I, I just so but, but but look, but the, the the B on the front is follows the rule. It does. So I would say, I mean, the back no one's going to see anyways. I think that I think we found a loophole in the rules. Yeah, I her, if I no. played this guitar, mm -mm. that face would get all marked up for my belt buckle. So I'd feel weird. You broke your... okay. All right, um, let's see. So more Gibson news, because we need yeah. more of these. Um, Gibson has come out with a head-turning refresh of its most famous electric guitar, the launch of the Slim Down Les Paul Modern Light. So every couple of years, they try to come out with a stripped-down Les Paul. And it's, this is ugly as shit. Makes me mad. Dot and like, that, it looks, this looks, remember those Baldwin? Yep. That's what it looks like. It looks like a Baldwin guitar. Yeah, so... Here's the funny part is fifteen hundred fifteen hundred bucks for this, so that's trying to make an American guitar as cheap as possible. Yeah, really. I like it. Oh, you like that? Um, versus an Epiphone is the same company's Chinese factories making a fifteen hundred dollar guitar. So it's how how mm. fancy can a foreign made guitar get? Oh, okay. And what My... tends to happen is at that point, honestly, the the foreign made guitar tends to be unless it's intentionally how hobbled by something they did tends to be a better playing guitar than the american one my 800 my 850 dollar epiphone guitar is better playing than this gibson i can guarantee it plays yeah. better than this um gibson this is this is this guitar is for the drunk 55 year old man who just wanted has wanted a gibson his whole life and will just do anything to have a gibson guitar well, to me, what's sad, so it's a four, 490R in the neck, and it's a 480T in the bridge, which and is the same uncovered. pickup they throw on everything. Um, stats are the same thing they throw on almost everything. Dot uh, so no binding, dot inlays, flat colors. No pickup the, covers. Yeah, so this is the... This used to be the $800 guitar that Gibson tried to make. Yep literally looks like the old gibson this is like lower than the studio yeah and at, at fifteen hundred dollars it's just not an attractive price point and i know guitars have gotten more expensive even though like the les paul standard has kind of hovered around 3k and has has actually come down a little bit and yeah i think it went back up but like you know it's just it's just not there for me the the, the value prop on this doesn't work for me other no, than having I, gibson on the headstock which I hope it fails horribly and Gibson gets the point. Yep. I do. I hope that they keep, I hope, I hope I see those guitars on the musicians for stupid deal of the day. Oh, they're, you might like, remember when the M two got uh -huh. so stupid cheap, the fire. Yeah. But yeah. it was also such a terrible guitar that it deserved it. So yeah. Yeah. That was like those firebird F one zeros or whatever the, yeah. Yeah. It was just crap. And like literally, these guitars are going to be like seven fifty. They're going to be half off at every guitar center, and they're going to be like trying to give them away. Mm -hmm. So what's going to happen? Um, next on the list, really quick, Neural DSP unveils the Morgan Amp Suite uh, because they were teasing, and everyone was like, "Oh!" And then it was just more plugins. Um, I like it. Yeah, okay. it sounds fantastic. It's three amps in one package, so. You have the AC20, the PR12, and what was the other model? I don't the know. The SW50R. Um, so that's a, a Dumble Clean circuit is the <laughs> SW50R. Um, the PR12 is kind of a Fender Princeton kind of a vibe. And the AC20 is um, AC AC style circuit. Yeah. Um, um, how much is this? I think it's a hundred or hundred fifty bucks for the whole. Okay, because the thing I'm looking at shows uh, the Morgan Amp Suite is priced at four hundred pounds or whatever. These oh, that are. seems way Euros. too expensive. But hold on, let's look because that's what I was asking. One hundred nine dollars. 
Okay. What the where what is this? Guess all right. Well, I'm glad that's well, not that expensive. And here's the other thing to think about in all this, okay? Um we're we're about to I know we've been saying this for a while, but the quad is cortex gonna... is about to yeah. start running plugins. Okay. I start with the Pliny, but they also have said everything from here on out is now built on this platform that will be able to be ported in. So you know, this starts to become the DLC for modeling on the quad cortex here soon. Which I couldn't handle that. That'll be yeah. great. But also considering that the um you get three amps in this one versus like the Tone King one. The Tone King Imperial was just the Tone King Imperial. Hmm. That's interesting. And it's an AC, a Princeton, and a Dumble in one package. I think a lot of people could get a lot of usage out of that for their home recording stuff. Yeah. So. Anyway. Right. Um, Let's talk about this last thing. The last thing where we we, we don't see the value <laughs> in it. Um, Ugly is Slash's new signature magnetone has come out. At long last. Oh, this is the last thing. Hold on, hold on. We got confused. Hold on. There's something else. Anyways, go ahead. No, that was just a really crazy. Oh, (laughs) yeah. You just got a really long title there. Um, So it is the Magnetone SL100 coming in at just under $5,000. What in the world? I thought we were looking at guitars. We're looking at guitar amps now. Oh, my God. Okay. Rachel's so done with this podcast. I'm so done. Yep. It's been, it's has okay. it been an hour yet? It's just over an hour. Mm. You're doing great, sweetie. I'm getting hungry. So. You're getting hungry? Okay. Mm. Well, I'll oh. make dinner after this. Um, so, one, um, it is the most martial-looking magnetone you've ever seen. It is martial-voiced. Um. And it is so ridiculously priced. I it, it, I know slash stuff just sells like crazy. Yeah, but I just I just don't see why. Okay. I mean, yeah. Do, I, do, do, you have a, do you have a strong like? Oh yeah, this makes sense. Of why it's cost so much, and or why just it sells? what's the draw of this other than just Slash's name being on it? Slash was one of the first guitar i mean well he wasn't one of the first guitar rock gods in that sense but like he really so especially with like so you know he made the les paul cool again the les paul really wasn't big on that in that okay. scene i get the draw of slash Hold on. okay are you talking about the magnetone yeah about like, the, this magnetone oh because it it has Slash's name on it. That's the draw to it. But like, you can still go. You can go get a soup. Uh-huh. You can get a Silver Jubilee from Marshall. Yeah. Okay. For much less. Yeah. But this has Slash's name on it. Okay. Um. Like that's literally the only like it. it he, he's got the name where he, he slap his name on it. It'll sell. I know. You, his- can, you can just you can get like three Marshalls for this price. So it's just ridiculous to me well um, and you gotta think about it the people who listen to slash okay so slash is not okay how about this slash isn't the guitar god of our generation like mm. we, we he's like he's a god. gen x guitar god we know like right yeah. so and they're the ones with the money now so Fair but also up. like okay so it comes with a matching 4 by 12 with uh-huh. slushy and vintage 30s that costs like 2700 dollars for a yeah. four by twelve with vintage thirties, it's just like it to me. It just feels like a gouging because it's like we know you'll pay stupid money. That 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 that's all. This just feels like a massive cash grab. I mean, you don't know the. Are these magnetons hand built? Are they built in a factory? Are they sure? Um, but there's plenty of other people making a hand built Marshall circuit for half the price. Maybe they're just really bad at managing their money and have to charge a buttload. <laughs> I mean, I don't know their financial situation. Or maybe they're driving Maseratis. I mean, it's... I Honestly, the thing is this. We all know everything is worth what someone's willing to pay for it. Yeah, I just can't, Magnetone, I can't wrap my Magnet, head around it. Magnetone's customer base are people who can afford this stupid shit. <laughs> like, th- that's the whole thing, is Magnetone has built their customer base that i mean and they've built it in that area i would say it would be different 
if Magnetone hadn't usually charged this much, but they've always been extremely high end. What's okay? So what's that amp company that worked out? Um, what's this satellite amps? Satellite amps is a company, yes. But are they are they like are they bougie bougie? Yes. Is it who I'm thinking of? Okay. So prime example. All right, Milkman, another company. They've while some of those companies have catered down to people who don't make as much money, their general clientele is usually people spending thousands upon thousands of dollars on products. Yeah. So, I, again, like, yeah. And two rock makes $5,000 guitar amps. I get that, you know? Okay. Actually, they make more expensive guitar amps than that. Like, right. Totally. But like, I just, I would say the thing that, okay. Are you talking about just slash working with Magnetone? The fact that, no, I get Slash working with Magnetone because Marshall never gave him a signature amp. Well, his other guitar player me uses Magnetone amps. Billy F. Gibbons is like their other guy. Yeah. Also, just just for comparison, you can get a angle uh, with Vintage Thirty cab for half the price too. Like, okay. Because there's nothing there's nothing special about. A vintage thirty from one company to another. The, uh, vintage thirty is vintage thirty. It's it's the same speaker. It's the build quality of the cabinet at that point. Yeah, and the fact that it matches and has the same name. Yeah, but I honestly I just think that it's really weird that Slash worked with Magnetown. So it it's also stupid that Marshall has never made a signature Slash amp. Yeah. Maybe they just never got along on the business side of stuff. Maybe. So. I mean, Marshall, does Marshall have a signature <clears throat> anything with anybody? Sarah's calling me. Mm. Yeah, I'm sure. Let's see. All right. Moving on. Last thing. Um, Graph Tech has a new nut called <laughs> the Unlock Nut for the Future of Guitar Tuning. So it's supposed to allow it's it's got a flared end on it so it can do oh, there's been a flash stuff. signature uh marshall has there yes i remember he was a promoter of the the mode four or whatever way back when the top 10 artists uh oh here's a list really quick top 10 artists uh so there's the slash 2555 sl there's the zach wild 2203 zw the Jimi hendrix super 100 jh the carrie king 2203 kk um, Randy Rhodes 1959 RR, the Lemmy Kilmeister 1992 LEM, and Paul Weller lead and bass 1987 X PW. Ooh, the Joe Satriani JVM 410 HJS, and the Ingve Momsen YJM 100, the Slash AFD 100. Just so uh, you know, so Rachel is now fully laid down in her chair. She is not. No yeah. longer participating in this episode. And then uh, Dave Mustaine had a cabinet. <laughs> so anyways. Um, so yeah, they have done a slash Marshall. Okay. All right. But yeah, this graph tech nut thing is looks ugly as sin. I, I bet it works I, phenomenal. I think it looks better than a locking nut. For sure. Is this to replace a locking nut? Yes. Yes. Rachel's laughing at me saying nut. <laughs> Oh, you know what? You know what? If you have problems with tuning uh, your string tuning, you should get some nut sauce. <laughs> so funny. But usually, the one string that goes out of tune is your G string. Yeah, the G string usually gives you problems, so you need a. Yeah, it nut. binds in your nut. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Sorry, this is great. She hasn't heard this joke a thousand times. <laughs> so we, our listeners actually get to hear someone experience it for the first it's time so as great. well. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they've got 12-inch and 16-inch radius versions coming out. Mm -hmm. Um, It's also only like 30 bucks, so it's actually a pretty cheap mod to your guitar. If, but if your guitar can take a nut that 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 that's that long. (laughs) Yeah, those are that's a long nut. I realized it while I was saying it. Thanks, thanks, Rach. You know, some nuts are bigger than others. Um, this is the biggest, <laughs> biggest nut I've ever seen. I mean, can you take it, Diaz? <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. Might be able to take a nut that big. Hmm. 
All right. All right. Let's <laughs> land the plane. I think we're done. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, uh, we, well, can, we can also say in related gear news that Gibson has tried to cancel DeMarzio's PAF patent. Yeah. Or trademarks and the double cream, which is the super distortion. <laughs> so um, we might start seeing, which, you know, it's been for a while out there, but since Gibson's had to do either black, black or the zebra pickup to have white, white as an option now for pickups, actually, I think would look really good. So, yeah. And it's going to piss off somebody who's like, it's only a DeMarzio super distortion. It's a signature look and people will be mad about it. No, I'm not. Shut up. Who freaking cares? They're too old to listen to podcasts, so we're good. Yeah, go yell at the clouds, old man. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, you can go to theeffectsof.com. It's got links to our Facebook group, our Instagram, our merch, our YouTube, our email, and our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash theeffectsof, because you need to know that one, because that one's important to us. Um, also, what's important to us is that you go check out electromotivesound.com. Support the people who support us. Do it now. It's it's after Christmas. Go to buy yourself something now. It's okay. Return all your Christmas gifts. Use the gift certificate, or use the money you got from that. If you got a gift certificate, sell it for fifteen dollars less on Facebook Marketplace. Argue with like seventeen people and then sell it because you're gonna have twenty people saying that you're a scammer. Mm. Yeah, because you'd be like, oh, I've got seventeen hundred dollars on my Home Depot card. I'll sell it for fifteen hundred. They'll be like, meet me at the store. My aunt Susan works there um anyways but yeah have fun with that i don't know where that story was going at all i, I think you were, just ending, you were just ending the episode so yeah. have a great week yeah. everybody all right bye bye